You're with Julian on the round note and a review of Land of Bad, one of the worst titled films of the modern era, which doesn't even have any resonance in the film, uh, which is uh, such a strange thing. So it's the latest by William Eubank, who seems to be gradually going up in the world. The first film I saw was his third, which was Underwater, uh, a brilliantly produced film but a lackluster one, yet still one I had a little bit of fondness for, the Christian Stewart Cthulhu underwater film, uh, which had it, had certainly had its moments in the production design and technical aspects, and that's um, that seems to be the signifier of this guy's career, which is that even if the movies are lacking, the technical components are superb. I didn't see Paranormal Activity next of kin, unfortunately but land of bad is uh, the latest and has a interesting cast which is a uh, two luke uh, two hemsworth brothers liam and luke as well as russell crowe um so we get russell crowe play so it's a it's a it's divided in two halves there's the russell crowe is a drone pilot operator in um rather interestingly um a, a a drone base in Vegas, where they, like the skyline is actually Las Vegas, which is a really interesting setting. He's um, uh, an antagonistic, belligerent man, and he ends up uh, looking after the mission, which uh, Luke Hemsworth is on. Luke Hemsworth ends up being a blow-in on a uh, Navy SEAL op to rescue a CIA asset from the Islamic-held region of the southern philippines which has shown up again it's um, becoming a an area that seems to be becoming more fertile for filmmakers as plain i think it was called plain with gerald butler which i thought was great also focused on this region which is sort of like to the right of the end of indonesia and at the very bottom and to the southeast of the philippines which is known as a hotbed of Islamists and uh, tourist kidnappings and uh, a work part of the world where the Philippine army won't even go to. So they do their, you know, halo, high altitude, low landing, low opening, something like that, jump into this island to rescue a CIA asset. Um, and it all goes horribly wrong in the manner that it does in these films and the rest of the film is then being pursued by this Islamist organisation through the island. Initially, just Hemsworth, as um, we believe, we believe that the others are no longer with us, uh, and he's the newbie and doesn't really know what he's doing. And he's pursued uh, very sort of. It reminded me a little bit of the kind of setup of like Rambo Two, as well, where you've got this sort of compound in the middle of nowhere and this big uh, insurrectionist or whatever force. Uh, and you know, a Westerner running, um, running away or attacking them and being and like gunning down everyone, with the added caveat of enormous amount of air support from uh, Russell Crowe's drone and the American Air Force. Though that doesn't prove to be as effective as I all believe it's going to be. There's no uh, plot further to that involved. In fact, it was a bit annoying that they threw up some potential conflicts in the early part of the movie and didn't really bother referencing them again so at the very start like right near the start we see this um ex-putin ally who's a gun runner uh, and his whole family and something very bad happens to them 
um, and it's not really gone into in any more depth. Um, so it's a surprise what happens to the Navy SEALs who weren't aware of the political machinations of what was going on, but they never reference it again, which I thought was a bit lame, uh, as it, it could have thrown up a bit more intrigue. So there's virtually no story other than being pursued and then pursuing um, with, um, I thought, a really good plot device of having an excellent Russell Crowe as this um, drone operator who spends 10 hours past his eight-hour limit on that mission. Um, what Where this film shines is the technical side of it. If you are, like I am, someone that loves all these... Um, Sicario-esque films where there's a lot of military hardware and tech and stuff going on is um uh, it's, it's golden. It's, there's so much of that stuff in this film. Also, he doesn't waste time on anything superfluous. It's pretty much exciting from the opening minute, and there's not any downtime. Uh, it's relentless pretty much throughout the film, and it's not that repetitive because he does put in. He shows he's got skill as um as as a screenplay user in that he's got like the situations and scenarios will change a bit every ten minutes rather than it just being a repetition. Uh, and visually and sonically, who did the music? Because I did notice that quite a lot. Brandon Roberts, I don't know. Augustine Claremont did the cinematography, and it looks really good. Looks really grimy. If you've seen those Rambo S things where you've got these big buff guys just like hanging from chains covered in blood uh, or roaming through jungles and firing innumerable weaponry um, and also the like the drones and B1 drum bombers being drawn into the, the mix um, and some great action sequences. I thought the, um, the attempted helicopter rescue at night with all of the sort of like neon glowing bullets firing everywhere through the darkness was fantastic. <clears throat> it's been a good year for action films really i thought luke was very good he's not asked to do anything more than look a bit befuddled so he does fit the role um and the other guys in it are pretty hard uh, and, and very sort of um convincing as these navy seal types um daniel mcpherson as well turns up isn't he another Aus uh, aussie actor is that the same daniel mcpherson i didn't even recognize some of these people yeah, it is, too. Um, so I thought the, the four seals were all good, and um, the the caveat was the fact that the moods of the drone part in Vegas were completely different. Uh, and that came to a head when Russell Crowe finishes his shift and goes to a supermarket and spends an inordinate amount of time befuddled looking for various vegan options for his pregnant wife in the supermarket um and this this i thought the juxtaposition of that really low-key uh like nighttime lit environment with the 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 major carnage that was going on and going backwards and forwards was actually showed the director to have a lot more growing skill than i think he's been given credit for it could have given more in the way of story it's one of these films that will finish and and you won't remember it but it certainly doesn't waste any of its time on screen. Uh, they were lucky to have someone with the substance of Crow to sort of like give it a bit more gravity. And I thought they were wise to engage in the, like the normal life that was going on while this carnage was happening. And they don't waste it getting bogged down in anything. So it's been a good year for actioners. Um, I don't know that I should have given the beekeeper and the bricklayer 
uh, seven out of ten, but it felt close enough that um, they could have got there. I think this is slightly better. Um, I don't think this is this is one for the um, the Navy SEAL ops crew. Uh, I think it's a slightly like the technicality of what's going on is better. Uh, there's less reliance on downtime, which is um, the Achilles heel of the other films a bit, uh, because you actually have to get human beings talking. Um, and the fact that it is just go from the moment the film starts, and and, and, a, and it's not a 90-minute film. I think it's like about an hour and 50, uh, and it doesn't drag. Um, and it's got some very, very strong action sequences in it. So I'm going to give... Um, the terribly named Land of Bad, a 7.5 out of 10, slightly, probably the best action I've seen so far 